0: Join me and 10 other women for an incredible, all inclusive five day healing retreat. This retreat was made for you if you want to be surrounded by loving, non judgmental women and be guided to overcome your triggers and your insecurities so that you can fully step into your potential. Don't just take it from me. One attendee said that the retreat was more powerful for her than the last 10 years of therapy. Yes, you heard that right, 10 years. Now, I've just opened the doors to the priority list, and when you join the list, you will be the first to know when the doors open to sign up for Bravecation. Go ahead and click the link, in the show notes to be added today. Hi, I'm Dr. Steph, and I'm here to guide you on your journey to healing from a difficult relationship with your mother. Whether she was narcissistic, emotionally immature, or just plain toxic, I want you to know that you are in fact not broken and you do not have to suffer from anxiety or explosive emotional reactions like lashing out. You can break the cycle. You are a strong, capable woman who can handle any challenge that comes your way. And I'm going to show you how to have the ultimate control over your reactions so that you are unstoppable. Welcome to the Broken to Brave podcast. Oh my gosh. Welcome back. I just want to take a minute to say how grateful I am for you being here and for you tuning back into the show week after week after week. It means the world to me. I actually just got done selecting a winner for reviewing the podcast. If you're not watching my Instagram stories, and if you're not on my email list, then you might not have known that I was doing this, which in hindsight, perhaps I should have told you, but um, (laughs) we live and we learn. Okay. So I announced um, in my Instagram stories that if you reviewed the podcast, you'd be entered to win $100. So I just did a drawing and the winner was Jen. And I am so excited for her. I can't wait. She hasn't responded yet. So she hasn't found out. I can't wait to hear back from her because I don't know. I just love giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. Not sure if you can relate, but I figured I would share that with you. So let's go ahead and keep the ball rolling. If you're here, um, if you're like most of the community that is here, then I'm sure that your plate is really full. So I just, again, wanted to say, it means the world to me that you're taking time out of your week to tune in. And I love hearing from you when you reach out to me and you tell me what resonates from the episodes I appreciate that so much. So please just don't hesitate to reach out. Now, if you listen to the episode, let's see which one. I think it was episode 19 with Taryn. That episode inspired me to talk about anxiety more. Because I realize I have touched on it a bit, but not talked about it a lot. And so I want to do that today, talk more about anxiety and high functioning anxiety in particular, which full transparency is what I struggled with in the past. Now, if you identify as a high achieving woman, and you have been trying to figure out how to reduce your anxiety but you still struggle to reduce it more than I would say 10 to 20%, then you may be stuck in the anxious control cycle. And if you are, then you're probably experiencing one or more of the following problems that I'm going to dive into. So I will list these by number. And of course, if you're listening, you don't have to memorize the number, but I'll refer back to them later afterwards. So first one is you replay your interactions with other people at least twice a month wondering what you could have done differently, what you could have said differently to prevent the situation. Number two, at least once a week, you're afraid to make the quote unquote wrong decision and you second guess yourself across a variety of different situations. Maybe it's at work, maybe it's with your business or with your kids, again, across a variety of situations. Number three, you're afraid of making the wrong decision because making mistakes is basically not an option. Number four, at at least, I'd say at least every few months, your mind plays out the worst case scenario. For instance, at work, what that could look like is if your boss suddenly calls a meeting, your mind jumps to being fired, even though you are a high achiever, you've done everything amazing and never had any other indication of being fired. At home, this could look like if you yell yell at your kids, your mind jumps to you're going to ruin them for the rest of your life. So I'm basically saying like you tend to catastrophize and go to uh, the worst case scenario rather quickly. And then finally, number five, you worry nearly every day about all the things that you need to get done at work at home, and with your family, and you find that you are largely unable to relax. How do those resonate? Can you relate to any of them? Can you relate to the first about um, replaying your interactions? Can you relate to the second one about feeling afraid to make the wrong decision? Can you in really second-guessing yourself? Um, Can you relate to number three where mistakes are really not an option? Can you relate to number four where you are jumping to the worst case scenario on a regular basis or number five where you worry nearly every single day about all the things? If you are dealing with these problems, it is likely that you've made at least one of the following specific mistakes while trying to fix this. And trying to show up the way that you want to. So you might have tried to think positive. Maybe you minimize what you're feeling by telling yourself that everything's fine. It's nothing to worry about. It's not that big of a deal. Just get over it. Move on. Or maybe you're a little harsher toward yourself in an effort to try to get yourself to think positive. Now, I'm going to plug a previous episode on toxic positivity. If you have not listened to that, highly recommend it. Okay. What else, what other mistakes might you have made in trying to fix this? Maybe you've practiced journaling weekly or even daily and you still notice that your anxiety hasn't shifted. Maybe you've been going to talk therapy at least two hours a month for the last three months and your anxiety has not reduced more than 20%. And finally, maybe you tell yourself, I'm just an anxious person and you have accepted that this is your default way of operating. How does this hit? I'm really wondering if you've been struggling with these things and if you've made these mistakes in trying to become the best version of yourself. I want to talk about something that Honestly, I don't see anyone else addressing when it comes to anxiety. But before I dive into that, I'm going to talk about what else you might be experiencing if you're dealing with anxiety or high-functioning anxiety so that you have an idea of like, oh, yes, this sounds like me. If you're dealing with anxiety or high-functioning anxiety, you might struggle with grinding your teeth, especially at night, nervous habits like picking your cuticles, um, fear of failure, feeling afraid to disappoint others, portraying yourself as feeling fine and being fine and doing fine, meaning like on the outside you appear calm and collected, but on the inside, not so much. Maybe needing space or time off, but choosing to power through. Uh, you might also struggle with insomnia. Um, you might feel like you need reassurance or you've find yourself worrying that other people are angry or upset with you and obviously like wondering if that's the case every now and then is fine but perhaps this is something that you regularly feel if you struggle with perfectionist tendencies if you struggle with saying no or having poor boundaries or struggle with overthinking or ruminating and right now you might be thinking uh gosh I, yeah, I've experienced a lot of these struggles, but who hasn't? And I want to be honest, that's a huge part of the problem. If you resonate with what I shared across this episode, but across other episodes in this podcast, then it is very likely that you were raised by an emotionally immature parent and way too many of us were, way too many of us. And as a result of that, many people have largely accepted that these types of struggles are just the way things are. And I've, I'm just gonna say this again, I know I've said it in previous episodes, life does not have to feel this hard. It does not have to feel this hard. And I'm saying this because I used to think that it did. I used to feel these ways. I used to struggle with these things all the time. And I thought like, this is the way it is. I was wrong. And I want to talk about a client who just completed Brave Breathwork work. It's a 12-week program, and when she started the program, she shared that she was struggling with ruminating, and she was not the only one. Um, but she said, I previously told other people, oh, it just takes me a long time to process things. It takes me a long time to move past things. That's what she had shared with others in her life. And what she confided at the end of the program is that in those moments, she often felt stuck like she was on a hamster wheel with no ability to get off. So even though she had kind of rationalized it in her head and said like, this is just the way that I am. It takes me a long time to process. She did in fact feel stuck and not know like, how do I work through this? And in some cases things stayed with her for years and she had replayed it over and over and over again. So What if, I'm just going to plant some seeds of possibility, what if your struggles with anxiety are not just who you are? What if your struggles with anxiety are simply a result of you not having solid tools? And today I want to give you a piece of gold and it can be very easy to just gloss over this to not think anything of it. But this piece of information can change the entire trajectory of your life. All right. Are you ready for it? Did I build that up enough? <laughs> Are you paying attention now? Okay. Hopefully I have your pay, your, your, attention. Don't gloss over this. This is actually really deep. Okay. Scenario <clears throat> cleared my throat for you and everything. <laughs> Okay, anxiety and rumination, they are very often the result of not actually allowing yourself to feel your emotions. And it's tricky because it truly feels like you are feeling your emotions and it feels like you are feeling them rather constantly. So I want you to picture an ocean right now. You can float with your head above water for days and days and days. Let's just say you're being fed, okay? Float with your head above water, hours, 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 days, 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 whatever you want. Okay, what will it feel like? It will feel like you are freaking in it. It will feel hard. It will feel like you are working through everything and trying to find your way to dry land, right? But That is not truly allowing yourself to feel it. Even though it feels hard and it feels like you're working through it, you feel stuck. And why do you feel stuck? You feel stuck because you haven't actually really felt it. You have to feel it to heal it. And so in this ocean scenario, what would feeling it be? It would be diving down quickly, touching the bottom seeing the bottom and then coming back up when you stay surface level and you're like your head floating above the water in the ocean that in most cases is what is causing the anxiety that is present for you i'm going to say that again Staying surface level is in most cases causing the anxiety that is present for you. And I have to be honest, I do not hear anyone talking about this. I've even did a quick Google search in the past and I'm like, what is out there on the interwebs for people in terms of how to overcome anxiety? Of course, medication is on there and a whole lot, a lot of other things. But no one and that I have come across, I'm going to put that piece, that caveat is saying, you're not actually feeling your feelings. Getting a little heated over here. You can see I'm really, like, really really passionate about this. All you need are the right tools inside of a safe container where you can learn how. Today, I um, had a former one-on-one client give me a video testimonial about working with me, about her experience. And she said, you know, Steph, I have friends who have been in therapy and it is not helping them. And in some cases it's making it worse. And side note, I'm going to move away from what she was saying. I personally did not get much out of therapy at all. So I'm just not that there aren't good therapists. There are great, that are out there, works for some people. But if you find... You've been to therapy and it has not helped. You are not alone and there's a reason why. Now, this client in the video testimonial further elaborated saying that her experience with me was so different than she expected because the amount of growth that she had and how fast it happened. We only worked together for four months and th- these are like quantum leaps that clients can make if they allow themselves to and what then what she said and it's sad but i'm really happy that we had the chance to work together she said the only thing that she regretted was not working together sooner and i have heard that time and time again and i'm going to repeat probably over and over again across this podcast because i really want to get the point across <laughs> Life does not have to feel this hard. Imagine the possibilities if you decided to choose yourself and transcend anxiety. You do not have to have these daily struggles. So what is the difference between the brave way and other ways? The sweet spot that skyrockets your growth is the combination of analyzed data activate choice and absolute acceptance i'm going to tell you for me personally but i've witnessed it in more than a hundred clients now and this is just for this business i did this work also when i was at nasa so truly the number is above a thousand but we'll just say just this business this sweet spot these pillars if you allow it to and you open your mind and you use the tools You can't walk away the same. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you for tuning in and next Tuesday. Thank you for listening today. If you're ready to heal so that triggering situations no longer control you and so that you can feel empowered, brave, and thrive in any situation, DM me the word brave on Instagram and I'll send you a training where you will learn three of the most common mistakes driven women are making that are keeping them stuck in negative emotions and what you can do instead.